Hello, thank you. All right, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Good afternoon. Welcome to Quietly Queen with yours truly. It is approximately 3.55 Eastern Standard Time, PM. So wherever you are in the world, thank you so much for tuning in. On today's episode, I have a very special guest with me by the name of Nicole Schaefer with Yellow Dog Legal. And she is joining us to discuss some very important information on the business of trademarking. So welcome to Quietly Clean, Nicole. Thank you. Very excited to join you today. All righty. So um, if you want to just go ahead and introduce yourself and give um, everybody some background information on yourself and your business. Sure. Um, so my name, as uh, as she mentioned, is Nicole Schaefer, and I own my own law firm, um, Yellow Dog Legal, in Portland, Oregon. And I practice trademarks, copyright, and some creative business um, as well. And I don't know. I have dogs. Um, that's why my firm is named Yellow Dog Legal. And um, I don't know what else to say about myself, but. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's good enough. Now, um, if you want to begin um, just giving us like, what is the overall process of trademarking a business like step by step? Sure. So first, um, if, if you were using an attorney, um, you, the attorney at least would start with a comprehensive search which basically means that we we usually use the service to do this um and it would go through all the current currently and and pending registrations in the uspto which is the united states patent and trademark office okay kind of um the point of that is just to give us an idea whether there are other you know business names brands out there that might conflict with yours um assuming that your business makes it through that phase which most do uh the next step is to apply for the trademark and um that's also done through the uspto website and uh after you apply it takes about six months to get a certificate um yeah so it's it's not too too many things that go into uh, acquiring a trademark, but it, it can be definitely technically complicated and, um, you know, stuff like that. So, Gotcha. And um, what is the associated cost for that process? Sure. So if you're doing it on your own, um, the only cost you will encounter is the filing fee, which is currently $275. Um, and obviously if you use an attorney, you'll be paying for the attorney's time, um, and that, and, you know, associated costs, but, but yeah. Okay. And, um, you did just mention like having an attorney, what is the, what are the benefits of having that business attorney, um, as opposed to just kind of doing it, doing it all on your own? That's a great question. So... Okay, I obviously being an attorney, I'm probably a bit biased, but um, I believe the main benefit is the search. Because if you try to do a search by yourself, um, most people will end up using the search system that's available on the USPTO website, and it's called TESS. And okay. TESS 
Yeah. And Tess is very limited. Um, if you don't think of every iteration of your business name, you know, um, with extra letters spelled differently, etc., it's not going to show up in the test search. Test is will only show you what you put in. And so I think the, the biggest advantage of using an attorney is, like I said, we have access to special software and programs that allow us to do a very comprehensive search. And those programs do take into account all of that stuff. Um, in addition, they'll search, you know, social media and um, websites and stuff like that. So it's just, it's oh, wow. good. Yeah, it's great because you don't, last thing people want is to apply for a trademark and then find out, oh no, you know, there's a, another business with the name. So this just helps you avoid those problems in the first place. Um, right, exactly. And I, I think it's good also to have someone who's familiar with the process lead you through and answer questions and, you know, should you get an office action, God forbid, um, it's good to have someone who knows how to respond to those they a lot of people will just give up so very true very true that is a very good point um and another question that comes to mind a lot of people get the process of registering your business um mixed up with Mm -hmm. trademarking what is the Mm -hmm. distinction between the two sure so registering your business is really just registering with the Secretary of State um, in whatever state you're located. Uh, for example, you know, Oregon, we, we have one as well. And all that does is, you know, make your business legitimate within your state. Um, it doesn't stop people from stealing your business name. It doesn't really give you any protection other than somebody else cannot then register a business in that same name. But the difference, the main difference is trademarks protect you. They protect all of your intellectual property and, um, you know, your business name, your products, your logo, your tagline, and it's nationwide protection. So So you're protected in the entire United States, so. Okay, that is very good to know. And um, does that also cover like anything international that may arise? Like how does that work with the trademark? It can, um, It if you get one in the United States, you're only protected in the United States. If you want to be protected in other countries, you have to actually get a trademark in that particular country. Um, but that being said, you know, some people do watch um internationally and if something pops up you know they could try to send a cease and desist letter but it would be more difficult without a trademark in that particular country i see gotcha mm-hmm. uh, what are some of the this is just sort of a off the subject type of a question um is having like an ein necessary for example for like a sole proprietorship um, um, or can they just use their souls? Like, how does that work? I mean, uh, I think it's fine to use your social security number. That's what I do. Um, I don't actually have an EIN. Um, I, if I ever hire employees or expand my practice or something like that, or um, I 
was toying with the idea of creating a nonprofit. Um, were I to do that, I probably would get an EIN, but I think if you're just on your own, um, you're a solopreneur, you don't necessarily okay. need to worry about that. Okay, gotcha. And um, what would you say the advantages if you're um, knowledgeable about the benefits of having an EIN? Um, I should probably be more knowledgeable about that. Um, as far as I know, it's mainly just to have a, something with the IRS. Um, so your business is, you know, registered with the IRS. And um, but other than that, I don't really know that there's like a bunch of benefits to having an EIN. Okay, I see. So maybe that'll be something that um, I've heard and read uh, a lot of things, but I want to do a little more extensive research into that mm -hmm. uh, for my own information. So I think I'll do that as well. Um, but back to like the trademarking, um, like the whole process of beginning a business, um, like filing all the necessary paperwork and all that, that detail goes into, um, what are some of the common mistakes that businesses often make um, while applying for the trademark or just going through the whole small business process and how to avoid those if you have yeah. to? <laughs> um, so at least with trademarks, I think the number one mistake is not actually applying for one. Um, okay. I think, you know, a lot of people don't realize how devastating it would be if their business has to rebrand, um, which is what can happen if you don't trademark stuff. And I've seen it happen here in Portland about four different times. Oh, um, even with people who own a lot of businesses, they still make that mistake. And I think, or, or you know, they don't apply soon enough because they, they think, oh, I, that's not high on my priority list. I don't really need one. Um, right. Yeah. And so I would say that's probably the number one mistake. And the number two mistake, um, as I sort of mentioned earlier, is just not doing the search in a way that tells you everything. Um, and so, you know, I have I have clients who tried to do an application on their own, but because they didn't do a proper search, their application got an office action for being too generic or or likelihood of confusion. And if you do a search first, you can kind of be more prepared for that and maybe, right. you know, um, change your name or something like that. So, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, thank you. And um, like if you were, if you had multiple businesses, um, is it a separate process to trademark each one or is it like one? Um, form or application to do multiple businesses at the same time? Um, How does that, work? that would be nice, but no, unfortunately you do have to trademark everything separately. So let's say you have a business, um, like my cat's in the room, right? So let's say I had a business called <laughs> Chubby Pumpkin Pet Store or whatever. Um, okay. I'd have to register that name. I'd have to register the logo separately. I'd have to register whatever my tagline is separately. And then if I had another business called Christine's Pet Store, this is my other cat, um, you know, that would be a totally separate application, so. Okay, wow, mm -hmm. so that's really important. I think the best um, measure to take is definitely to have that business attorney. So I definitely agree with that. And it just makes sense. So <laughs> Yeah. Um, and did you have, um, I don't have any further 
questions that I could think of right offhand, but did you have any other uh, insight or wisdom that you'd like to share that you think that uh, we could benefit from as the listeners? Um, I think just when you're starting your business, just really think about the legal stuff. I think that does tend to fall by the wayside. And I understand that because a lot of it is complicated or, you know, it seems inaccessible. And so people just kind of ignore it. And I think it's such a huge part of protecting yourself. And honestly, getting a trademark is more than just protection. It's um, It gives your business more value should you choose to sell it eventually. Um, it gives you the option of licensing. So if you have a product that you want to let somebody else um, carry or whatever, you can do that if you have a trademark. Um, okay. There's just so many cool benefits to it that I, I wish people would would think about that more. Um, and that's part of the reason I, kind of, you know, I'm thinking about starting a nonprofit even is just to make that knowledge more accessible to people and make this whole aspect a little less frightening. Um, oh, cool. That would be a great idea. <laughs> yeah. It's just... Uh, okay. Yeah. Alrighty, and um, I know you're in Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um, do you provide any legal services outside of your locality, or are you just yeah? In that area? So that's the other awesome thing about practicing trademarks and copyrights and associated stuff is that um, I can actually help anyone in the U.S. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, because it's a federal practice, so it's just really great to be able to help people. But also, I could like move to Canada and still you know, practice trademarks. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Which I might That's do. Nice I might do oh. Trump wins, but... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so that's like a whole nother... Yeah, story, I know. But... A whole nother thing. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, now, uh, before you go, if you didn't have anything further that you would like to share, um, how can, if someone was interested in getting their business trademarked or any other legal questions that they wanted to contact you about how could they uh, get in contact with you as far as your you know personal contact and your social media handles yeah okay so let's see if I remember my social media handles that's always the big (laughs) test but let's start with something easy Um, my phone number is 971-350-8516 and my email is um, yellowdog legal at gmail.com and that's generally the best way to get a hold of me um and then my instagram handle i think is yellow dog legal trademarks um okay. i'm pretty sure um i'm on facebook under yellow dog legal um yeah those are the main ones i play around with i do have a youtube channel as well if people want to learn more about trademarks, um, it's called Trademark Nation. And um, yeah. All righty. Well, um, I had nothing further to ask. Um, you definitely answered a lot of the questions that I had, and I'm sure all of the, all of the people listening in will be um, have learned some things or have gotten some information that they may have needed. And if anybody needs her services, definitely check her out and reach out. And if there's nothing further, I thank you so much for joining me here at Quietly Queen. Yeah, and thank you for I having me. You... Oh, no problem. It was my pleasure. Um, for 
comments or feedback on today's episode, email queening2020 at gmail.com or leave a voice message. Um, If you have any questions for Nicole Schaefer, please do contact her at the um, information that she's provided. And thank you all so much for tuning in to Quietly Queen with yours truly. Thanks so much again, Nicole, and have a great day. Okay, you too. All right.